You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And Scott, really quick before I get your biggest takeaway, I do want to ask you. So it was just announced yesterday, Patrick Graham will be coaching uh, the national team in the Senior Bowl. Um, Obviously, no better position to get a look at all this draft class and some of the defensive help. Um, are you disappointed that he's coming back another year? Would you have gotten rid of him if you were Dave Ziegler? How do you feel about Patrick Graham in this defense heading into next year? Look, Patrick Graham takes a lot of heat. I understand why the defense is terrible. Okay. You understand that, but listen, it's sort of like if I said, Hey, Adrian, I'm going to hire you to do a radio show, but you're going to have to yell out of the parking lot and nobody will be able to hear you except your voice. Uh, We can't transmit you over the air. It wouldn't be fair to evaluate you on your ability to get listeners because you didn't have the tools to do the job. I think with Patrick Graham, you have to give him another year because he didn't have any talent. They didn't upgrade significantly. They thought they were upgrading of course, at end, um, but they didn't. They didn't get production uh, at, that like they wanted to, and and they were very young on the back end. They didn't perform well. They went out. They got Rocky Sin. Uh, they had injuries there. So listen, I think yes, I think the whole coaching staff is going to be on notice. Uh, but I do think that Patrick Graham, the jury's still out on him. We have to see. He doesn't have a ton of experience, as Mo always talks about on our show. So we'll have to see. Given an influx of talent, which I think he'll get a massive influx of talent. Uh, We'll have to see what happens with him coming in 2023. And for your, as far as your biggest takeaway this season or biggest takeaways, um, what would that be for you? Well, I agree with Mo on the coaching. Look, I've been saying for months that Josh McDaniels has been committing coaching malpractice. And I think Mo alluded to the five blown leads that that goes to that. I think even the story and and the 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 kind of regression of Derek Carr. Yes, Derek Carr owns that, but it's also a little bit on coaching, the play calling and things like that. For whatever reason, they did not click. Uh, and and Josh McDaniels went into that relationship loving Derek Carr. So something happened. They they stopped. Um, having a, a good marriage, if you will, and it went south. And so going into the season, Adrian, he's on the hot seat game one. I mean, there ha- he has to be, right, uh, because of what happened last year. And uh, my guess is I'm going to give Dave Ziegler the benefit of the doubt and say he's going to have a good draft. He's going to sign some big money free agents because he's got a ton of cap space. Okay, so if he does that, I think I think then that's that's the biggest takeaway I had was the coaching just being very disappointing uh, as well, especially on offense and what they were unable to do. Secondarily, here's a different one for you. I understand why it's happening, but one of the big takeaways here is the Raiders don't play well at home. They just I mean, yes, they were six and eleven. Uh, but they don't play well at home. They haven't over two years since they've had fans at Allegiant Stadium. We're seeing this year, we saw a lot more visiting fans because the Raiders were struggling again and people were frustrated. Um, and so you're going to see that. As you know, Adrian, going to the hockey games there, everything, even the WNBA games, you're going to have people come in from out of town. So you're always going to have a higher percentage. The vacation of, spot for every yes, team. Uh, 
you're going to have a higher percentage of visiting fans every game. And that's fine. If you keep it to 20%, maybe 30% on a big game, that's cool. No big deal. We love them coming to Las Vegas, spend your money, keep the economy moving uh, and all the hardworking people there in the city. But, but there's no home field advantage for the Raiders at, on the field either. Even last year when they were a borderline, but still made it into the playoffs, um, they have not won at home. And so, that's one of my big takeaways is they need to establish that when someone comes into Allegiant Stadium, even if they're a team better than you, you're going to give that you're going to give them holy hell. Even if you lose the game, it's going to be tough and you're going to leave bloodied. Right. So they need to establish that. So that was one of my other takeaways aside from the coaching and obviously uh, the lack of some performance from key players. That's just that's a that's a good take and a good observation. I just don't know what they could do. Because of everyone, like we've said, that they look at the schedule and they see Las Vegas, especially if you're in the <laughs> East Coast and it's it's a later in the season. Hey, this yeah. is going to be the one trip we make, um, but definitely something that they're going to have to battle for here in the future unless they start Adrian, winning. Real quick. That's what I was going to say. Mo and I have the cure. It's called winning. This is true. This is so, true. Or the- or. Or I'll tell you another one. The two words, Tom Brady will bring people in and bring Raider fans, even though a lot of Raider fans say they hate him because of the tuck rule and all that jazz which was 20 years ago. But nonetheless, if Tom Brady comes there, trust me, trust me, people will want to go. I love that you brought up jazz with the fedora hat. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mo. (laughs) There's a point to that. And people love to hate watch. And we know this, Scott, right? There there are some people who can't stand us, but they follow us on Twitter and they message us all the time. So people say, I can't stand Tom Brady. Let me go watch Tom Brady play the Buccaneers. Let me go watch Tom Brady play the Kansas City Chiefs. They'll come and watch anyway, because even if they love him or hate him, the fact is you're coming to watch it. Oh, 100%. And you guys are really good at what you do because we're going to segue into that. And we brought up his name a ton already so far. And the AFC, just look at the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence, Herbert, Josh Allen. It should have been Tua, Burrow, Mahomes, all these dudes under 27 years old. There's Jimmy G. There's Tom. You In your, your latest episode, you brought out all the possibilities from Jacoby Brissett <laughs> to the draft and everything in between. With this team, are you going all in? on having Tom Brady for one or maybe two years with the deficiencies, not only on defense, but obviously this offensive line is a problem as well, despite Josh Jacobs in the year he had. Is he the best option in your guys' opinion? Go ahead, Scott, because people think I'm obsessed with Tom Brady at this point. So you go ahead, Scott. Well, I know, but they can't see the poster of Tom Brady on your wall there. Um, <laughs> no, so 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 here, here's the thing. Y- y- yes, I think, look, the guy wins. And I know this idea that he's washed up, we talked about this, like you said on our last show, is just simply not true. Uh, I had somebody on Twitter today saying, oh, did you not see his last game? And it's like he threw the ball 66 times. As Mo pointed out on our show, find me one quarterback in NFL history who's passed the ball 66 times in a playoff game and won because you can't. Doesn't happen. He had no running game. There's lots of reasons. I'm not just making excuses for him. Well, the but offensive think, line was terrible. That's the interesting part because yes. it's like, well, is he going to have to deal with that here and then have the same results? Correct. Now, for him to come to Las Vegas and play for the Raiders, he's gonna. They're gonna have to bolster that line. They got the money to do it. They can go out and get some free agents. They can get. They can even make a trade if they if they if they find a partner. Um, but they can do it. And here's the thing, Adrian. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit on because we talked about this this week as well, which is. 
People are like, well, you, you're getting rid of Derek Carr because you said you need a young quarterback, and now you're going to sign a guy that's 46 years old, and thank God he's 46 because he's my generation. He's still playing. Go, brother. Um, so, but, but here's the deal. You can do both at the same time. You can have the 46-year-old Tom Brady play on a succession of two one-year contracts, and you can draft a young quarterback and develop them. So you can do both things and all this Tom Brady's going to get $40 million. He's not going to get $40 million. He's going to go where he wants to go to play for fun and where he believes and what they're doing is going to result in a championship. And we all know, I don't know if you guys have seen it out there, but there's this movement of people, content creators, just like the flat earth people, they believe the NFL is scripted. They really think the NFL is like scripted, like WWE, sorry. Um, and and so they, they say Tom Brady's going to win the Super Bowl with the Raiders in Allegiant Stadium next year, 2024, on his home field, and that's when he retires. So I'm buying it. I'm in. I'm all flat earth slash. I would love it. NFL. And and from from and I'm from kidding, but Scott is on one today. I love this. This is what happens <laughs> when everyone's here together in the Odyssey family. Mo, uh, the question is yours because I will give you credit. You brought out all the possibilities. In fact, you were one of the first ones the week that Derek Carr got benched, bringing up Mac Jones as much as I hated it. I'm disappointed Lamar Jackson's name hasn't been brought up. <laughs> Kobe Brissett looked really nice with no wide receivers in Cleveland. Where are you leaning right now, Mo? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm still leaning on Tom Brady. And I say that because now you, you brought up a situation where you said, well, if Tom Brady comes here, can he succeed behind that offensive line? That's a question a lot of fans have posed to me. And I will say, and I'll say this to Scott on the show, when you sign Tom Brady, you don't just sit on your hands away for TB12 magic. It doesn't work like that. When you bring in a Tom Brady, he's going to attract other free agents. You're going to get other guys to come in through the draft or via free agency to build around Tom Brady because obviously he's not a mobile quarterback. So you, you're going to have to protect your 46-year-old QB in the pocket. So the, you, one of your first moves is probably either trade or sign an offensive tackle to draft a guard, maybe sign a guard in free agency. But you're going to pay attention to that offensive line. You're going to bolster that unit. You're probably going to re-sign Josh Jacobs because, as Scott said, Tom Brady did not have a run game in Tampa Bay. If you look at those New England Patriot teams, those successful New England Patriot teams, they had a solid run game, whether it was three backs, two backs, a workhorse back, and LeGarrette Blunt. They had a run game to go along with Tom Brady. And then he already has the weapon, so you don't need to do too much there. And again, the rest of the picks, the rest of your cap space should go to the defense. But again, Tom Brady being the centerpiece of your offseason, you still have work to do, but you have the resources to fill out that roster and help them out. A little positivity, and we'll close out with this. Um, Two-part question for both of you. Josh Jacobs, do you believe, honestly, that the Raiders are going to re-sign him? And then as far as free agency, even the draft and all the possibilities that happen in an offseason for a team hungry to win, what's at the top of your wish list outside of the next quarterback move? Scott, we'll start with you. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I've come full circle on this. I think I still think they made the right move and not giving him his fifth-year extension. Uh, but the way Josh Jacobs has played, the, the uncertainty that they have on offense right now, even if they sign Tom Brady, as Mo mentioned, he needs a good running game. You have to make sure 
especially if you bring Brady in, that you have as many tools and as many pieces as you have to win now. And that's Josh Jacobs. I think you got to give him the money. Josh Jacobs certainly sounds like a man who's willing to probably take, I hate to use the words team-friendly deal, at least a market-friendly deal, meaning that he might not get the high market number. It'll be closer, but he'll still save the team, especially if he's coming and he's going to play with Tom Brady. He wants to win a championship too, Josh Jacobs. So, so I think you got to sign him. I think it's imperative and I think they do. I think they do sign Josh Jacobs. It would be it would be silly not to, especially if you're going to get a Tom Brady. For anyone, you want a complimentary run game, whether it's Tom Brady or a rookie. So I think Josh Jacobs is definitely back with the Silver and Black of 2023. On top of my wish list, and I guess this is a general wish, is I'm going to go back to the defense. The Raiders need to invest in their defense. Mm-hmm. They're 31st in spending on linebackers. They're 32nd in spending on their secondary. Go sign a top-notch safety, cornerback, mm-hmm. linebacker, fix that defense, and then you move to the draft and fill some extra points on that on that defensive line, linebacker core, secondary, whatever you have to do, it has to be better, but start off by spending on that defense. And I don't mean on on a player that might go over the hill like a Chandler Jones and give you half of a season. I mean a player (laughs) in his prime. I'm talking about a guy like Jesse Bates who may be out in Cincinnati. I'm talking about a guy like Javon Hargrave. If he hits the free agent market, he's 29 years old, coming off one of his best seasons. If somehow Deron Payne hits the market, spend the money on him because – those guys are going to approve your defense immediately. 100%. Well, listen, fellas, thank you guys so much. Just to let people know, Silver and Black today will continue. I'm about to have Scott give out the plugs. Um, we won't be joining <laughs> you guys weekly, but we'll check in with the Pro Bowl and, of course, the big game and everything coming up throughout the offseason. So with that being said, Scott, take it away. Let them know what they can expect this offseason from Silver and Black today. I will. And 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 everybody, I'm sure, noticed your David Carr was a 71 in Madden overall. Mo and I are definitely at least in the low 80s. All right. So listen, you can <laughs> you can listen to Silver and Black today, wherever you get your podcast, just search Silver and Black today. Uh, you can check out our YouTube channel as well. But we'll uh during the offseason, we just pair back the show a little bit instead of four or five times a week. We we go about two times, maybe three times. As news comes up, we'll be there as well. But you can subscribe there. You can also listen to the show in Vegas there. Uh, on 98.5 The Fan, the sister station for 1140 The Bet at 9 a.m. on Sunday. And if you're like so many, the thousands of folks that keep Las Vegas going overnight, you can also listen to the show at 4 a.m. on Sunday on 1140 The Bet. Mo, you get your plugs into it before we're out of here. As you all know, if you don't know, Mo Moten on Twitter, that's M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. Dates. Bleacher Report. I have a lot of stuff coming out. If you if you're a gambler, if you're a degenerate, I got you on some bets and <laughs> the playoffs. I got some predictions for free agency and the draft, and of course, sports night for all my Raiders material. There it is. All right, fellas. Well, thank you guys so much. And again, I'm going to say it one more time. Thank you guys for all the coverage, everything you do for us, and joining us throughout the season, giving us some insight, fellas. Take care, Adrian. Appreciate you having me, Adrian.